Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. In the name of Jesus, amen. How many of you need help? If I could raise all four limbs, I would. I know that's a loaded question, but you might say, help with what? My finances, my marriage, parenting, the economy, my own struggles with weight loss and hair loss, better communication, better attention spans, personal spirituality, eating clean, not getting angry while on 630. If someone asks me if I need a help today, I simply respond by saying that is a loaded question. How much time do you have? What about help with this place here today in the church? Do you think you really have this down? Do you think if you stood before God today, if today was the day that you were to die, that he would welcome you into heaven or send you into hell? Do you even believe in what we talk about here today? Do you even believe in heaven or hell? Do you think you deserve heaven because of what you've said and done against God and against each other? Do you think you deserve hell because of all of those sins that are known and unknown, that are done and left undone, that you have committed and done? Scripture is clear, whether you believe it or not, judgment day will come. And everyone in the world, including you and me, will stand before the Lord's judgment seat, the books will be opened, and you will be judged. Do you need some help? Jesus today says that he's going to send the Holy Spirit, who is the helper, the parakletos, the paraclete. Other translations use words like the guide or intercessor, or comforter. This is really the one who is given to you to help you. This is not the one who is given to you to say, now pull yourself up by your bootstraps. This is not the one who has come to you to tell you those things that are not found in Scripture. The Lord helps those who help themselves. This helper, this guide, this intercessor is one who comes really in terms of as legal help. That's really what Jesus says about the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit. He is given for you to argue for you on your behalf. How, have, how often have you had that happen for you? That someone is given to you to argue in your defense. Who is on your side? Who walks beside you? Who is here for you and not against you? If I get into an argument, I immediately look for people to support me. And when there is no support, I feel lost. And you are the same way. So as you stand before the judgment seat of God, Jesus says today he will send you the guide, the paraclete, the intercessor, the helper, the Holy Spirit, who will argue on your side. But that's hard to come to realities with at times because it seems in many ways that God is angry with us. Have we felt his wrath lately? Maybe his judgment? And maybe not. Maybe we're just so blind to the realities of everything falling apart around us that we've become literally numb to it all. Does it seem like we're getting ahead in society, in our culture, or even here at the church? 
In a few short moments, we'll be welcoming up all of the people that we have welcomed in uh, through transfer and other ways over the last three years. And it's a great day. It's a day that we look at and say, hey, it looks like the church is doing well. The church is growing and flourishing. But these people who come before you today are stuck in the same things that you and I who've been here for so long or for so short of time have been stuck with. Sin, the devil, temptation, and death. And really the only reason why we bring them forward today and as we prepare to feast with them across the bridge is to simply say, we are here with you. We are your brothers and sisters. We are here to bear with you in your burdens. Your burdens, your problems, your issues, your joys, your happiness are now ours. And you might say, well, I don't want people's burdens or problems or joys or happiness. I just want to be left alone. But we come here today because we need help. Help in so many things and in so many ways. Coming together here is not about how great and pious of a Christian you are, how much Bible knowledge you have and how many opportunities you now can have to serve, especially if you're a new member, or even looking at this and saying, well, with more members equals more offerings and better finances. That's none of this here today. Today is coming together with fellow saints and sinners and saying that we are in need of help, and that the only thing that truly satisfies is Jesus and his word, his gifts. And yet how often do we wander away, so easily distracted by things that at the end of the day really don't matter or fail? The Bible, the scriptures, are restorative and refreshing. It's absolutely amazing. We've started a study on Wednesday evenings, the book of Acts. I've never led a Bible study through the book of Acts. Admittedly, I've read it a couple of times, but I've never led it. And I find it absolutely amazing going through these accounts, how many things sort of pop open and open up my mind with all of the things that are taking place today. In Acts chapter 2, we hear about how they all had things in common and were together and unified. And they sold things and supported one another as a community. And they dedicated themselves to the apostles' teaching, to prayer and to the breaking of the bread. And the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved. Well, what does it sound like we're doing here today? This isn't rocket science. This isn't a program that beats all other programs. This is simply Jesus gathering us together in our helplessness listening to our prayers, speaking to us his word, and feeding us. And reminding us that by his word we find help. Help in the midst of empty things. Help at the times when we feel really empty and unsatisfied. When we feel angry, alone, unloved, or lonely. Yes, even when we are convicted in our sins, the Lord has shown us the emptiness and fragility of these things, that we so depend on, and he says today, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Though these things fail or we may lose them, though we feel foolish or ashamed, Jesus says today, I forgive you. I restore you. I strengthen you. I love you. And I will help you. 
the Holy Spirit will be sent to help you. Listen, learn, run back to the way things are here all the time with the scriptures and be reminded that Christ is here for you. Even if you feel like the wrath of God is against you because of your sin, even if he has stripped you of all of your security blankets that are choking you out, he will restore and renew you. He will help you. But that is not all that the Holy Spirit is given to do. He comforts you by taking away the discomfort, the things that we didn't even know that were bad for us. And what else? Jesus says today he's given to convict you of righteousness. Again, there is that idea of court language, legal talk. He has sent down a verdict from the judge on high. You are not guilty. You are forgiven. You are righteous. Because Jesus has died and been buried and raised from the dead, and now he sits at the right hand, pleading and interceding on your behalf. You are announced and proclaimed from the highest of heaven to the lowest of the earth that you are holy, righteous, blameless, and innocent in his sight. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's all given to you today freely by Jesus. These people that we welcome here today have been baptized in the Christ. They have been fed with the word of Christ. They have been fed here at this table with the body and blood of Christ. And all of us in the midst of our emptiness and our helplessness are now declared righteous and full. It isn't for nothing that Jesus died. It's hard to think that God doesn't have your back he is for you. He is here to be given to you, to comfort you, and to be your helper. You remember a few weeks ago on Easter evening where Jesus comes to his disciples who are frightened and hidden away, and he breathes on them? <sighs> Something we cringe at, I'm sure, today. What does he tell them? Go plant the church. Go start a successful mission program. Go and make people self-motivated to follow me. No. He simply breathes on them and says, Go and forgive sins. You remember that? Sin is the biggest thing that we need help out of. Jesus says, Get out there and don't make the people feel bad. Go and forgive sins and proclaim to them over and over and over again, just like last week, just like next week, that sins are forgiven. And if they don't like that, too bad. This forgiveness is the greatest form of help that you and I need. And that is that. Freely poured out and given. No matter how sorry you are, no matter how many times you plead or beg, the Holy Spirit reminds you today that Christ is risen. And he is your helper and fighting for you. And so as we move forward at this time in this place today in the life of this congregation, sometimes we will find that sorrow will indeed fill your hearts. And it has. And that's something that is so special about Good Friday. Kind of weird that we call it Good Friday because on that day we behold Jesus nailed to a tree. 
And there's something about Jesus and seeing him nailed to the tree, seeing him in front of us on a cross that shows us true sorrow. It's absolutely the worst thing that could happen to anybody, but it's the most real thing that happened to Jesus. It exposes all of our vanity, our emptiness, and all of our need for help. But it is good for you because Jesus, even from the cross, helps you. He fights for you as he says, forgive them for they know not what they do. He has gone to the cross. He has gone to the grave. And he is raised from the dead all so that you would be forgiven loved and strengthened, full of righteousness and holiness and blessedness. And on that last day of judgment, you will stand tall in his Holy Spirit. For the ruler of this world is cast down. No one can bring accusation against you because Jesus Christ's blood pleads on your behalf. He will help you. He has helped you. He will sustain you. He has sustained you. He will be with you no matter where you are and where you go because Christ is risen. So that where he is, you might be also. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever.